Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today, I want to prepare your mindset for the prospect of taking you to where you've never been before and seeing exactly what you are capable of. How far can you push yourself to just really see, going all in, what are you really capable of? As we go through life and we think about success and what is that next level that we want to go to, we don't necessarily think about it in terms of levels, we just think about, okay, I want this. And look, let's be honest, most people do that in terms of dollars and because it's a nice round number, people say, I want to earn a million dollars. I want to have a million dollars of wealth. I want to you know, have that number, whatever it is for you. And they don't necessarily think about, okay, well, I want to make $10,000 first. I want to make 20,000. I want to make 50,000. I want to make 100,000. I want to make 150,000. How, like working out, how are you going to get to that million? People just say, oh, well, I want to get to that million. I want to have that million, but don't reverse engineer it to say, well, these are the things that I need to do to get there and find themselves in five, 10, 15, 20 years time. They're nowhere near that million dollars because they just keep thinking about the million dollars. And they haven't gone all in. They haven't really committed themselves completely to see what are you truly capable of? So I wanna use a couple of examples of myself uh, uh, financially and also physically and health-wise to just demonstrate what the difference is between your thinking and when you shift your thinking you move everything. And so when I first started working, I started, if you're a long-term listener, you already know parts of this story, uh, but I started studying at being a chartered accountant. I wanted to be a chartered accountant because it was the, the only, well, accounting first and then to become a chartered accountant. I wanted to go on to, to do university uh, because nobody in my family had ever been to university. And for me, uh, I was always looking for that next step. How am I going to be successful? And I thought, well, when I was in high school, you have to make from age 16, you have to start making decisions about what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And like for me, that was 1986 when I did my uh, year 12 uh, HSC, it was called uh, when I did it, uh, high school certificate, and now it's called VCE, Victorian uh, Certificate of Education. And the, that was my first ticket. I thought, okay, uh, my dad didn't do it, my brother didn't do it, uh, mum, I think she did year 12, uh, certainly did year 11, I think she did year 12. I thought I wanted to be able to do that as well. But the next step from there was, oh, what am I good at? And so it was maths, so I was good at maths and I uh, had an interest in it because I was good at it. And then also accounting, I liked accounting. Uh, so that was the, the stream that I ended up going through. And so I got my, my uh, HSC and then I went on to do logical step to go on to do a Bachelor of Business in Accounting. And so I'd broken down those steps and I thought, okay, the first thing I want to do is be able to get a job. And in accounting, uh, at the time, I don't know whether they still do it, but all the, the top firms, it was the big top eight accounting firms, now what, it's the big four or big six or whatever now, they would go around to each of the unis, including 
all of the, uh, the regional ones to look for the best candidates. And so I ended up getting two job offers, one from Coopers and Liebrand, one from, it was Deloitte Ross at the time. And uh, I ended up shifting to Melbourne. So my first, well, reverse engineer that. My first goal was I wanted to go to uni because no one else in my family had been to uni. And I thought for me, wow, look at me. I'm doing something that the rest of my family hadn't done. Because I also, in the back of my mind, wanted to create a level of wealth for myself that the rest of my family had never achieved. I wanted to be in a better position. I wanted to move to Melbourne. I wanted to get away from home. I felt that being in that environment was a bit restrictive for me. Um, and I just needed more space. I wanted to be independent and I wanted to be financially independent. That was the, the first huge thing for me. Now, when I got my job, this is back in 1990, I was paid as a graduate on, for Coops and Library, I was paid $25,000 a year. Now, that doesn't sound like very much at all now, but back in 1990, that was actually a very good wage, um, particularly for a, a graduate. And so after about 18 months, you moved up and you started doing your professional year and that kind of stuff. And so when you became a senior accountant, which came after a couple of years, you got to $42,000. It's like, wow, this is more money than my dad was earning when he finished. And I was earning that after two and a half years of being in, uh, being in work. And so uh, from there, uh, like I slowly went up and look, to be honest, I can't even remember what I was on before. I think I was on $47,000 uh, a year in around 1993, maybe. No, maybe it was later. I can't remember. I think I was there, it must have been longer. I think I was there at Cooper's for about four and a half years. And then I decided to step out into industry because I just, I'd had enough of it. And so maybe I was on a little bit more than that, can't remember. So then I went to, to work for Telstra and uh, there's big, the biggest telecommunications company in Australia at the time, and probably still is. And uh, I had a, a big step up. I think I went up to like $65,000, something like that. And I was like, oh wow. That's really cool. And so I, in my head, I was thinking, I, I want to get to that $100,000 a year, that $100,000 a year, and just keeps working, stepping up uh, the, uh, you know, the, the hierarchy, the corporate ladder to get to that. And then I was there for a couple of years and realized that I was really being overprayed and underutilized, and it wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling, and it was a lot of travel for me. It was traveling into the city, it was like three hours of travel a day at least, and I just wasn't enjoying it. I wasn't, I wasn't passionate about the job. So then I managed to get a job closer to home with RACV. And I think I, I moved up to around, oh golly, I think it was about 75,000. I moved up to, uh, to that sort of figure, um, which I was like, wow, this is really good. I'm getting close to that $100,000. And then I had a few different roles uh, within uh, RACV and then I don't know what year it was exactly I'd have to go back and look at the timeline but I then got a, a role as an operational an operational role in a business unit stepping out from project work and stuff and I finally hit that uh, that hundred thousand and so that probably happened oh let me just think maybe 15 years yeah, maybe, maybe something like 15 years or 13 years into my, my career, I finally hit that target. And then so kind of at that t stage, I wasn't thinking about the million dollars, but uh, maybe in some ways I was, I was thinking about, okay, how do I make, 
uh, well, I was married at the time, so how collectively do we get to that million dollars of wealth? And we managed to get there and we managed to, my wife at the time, we were earning similar uh, sorts of incomes. We didn't spend much money. We were looking at, uh, you know, we'd, we'd uh, shifted house, we'd bought an acreage, we'd invested in a property that we knew that would just grow and grow in value. And so we were building this, uh, this really big wealth. We'd, we'd got to the million dollars and then it was like, okay, well, let's get to the, let's get to the two and let's get beyond that. And um, certainly uh, on the trajectory that we were on uh, with our, our dual incomes, two tax-free uh, thresholds makes a, a big difference in your household. Uh, you know, being debt-free, uh, we were on this trajectory by the time we were retired. If we did nothing different, if we cut back our hours to just work part-time, uh, both of us, and have a, you know, a better lifestyle, we are on this trajectory to get to about $12 million uh, in wealth if we just kept doing what we were doing. We had some really good investments as well as our super and everything. And then uh, there was something, obviously, that in all that, that I realised that you know, this... This isn't the life that I, I want because of uh, relationship-wise and career-wise, it just wasn't fulfilling. And so then I you know, started my business and uh, I had a lot of resentment for uh, a number of years because I thought, you know, I didn't want to have, I've said this before and it sounds stupid saying it out loud now, but I was getting to that stage in my life where I wanted to wind things down. You know, I wanted to work less hours. I was sick of doing all the travel. I was, I was doing some interstate travel as well, all the city travel and just the traveling each day. I was spending like an hour and a half or more uh, traveling. And there was a time when technology was different. Like there was no voice memos, for instance, where I do these podcasts. I didn't have the idea of a podcast. I had never thought about being in business. Uh, uh, you didn't have videos on your phone. There was, you know, it was just a different world uh, with, the, with the technology. So the opportunities for what I do now didn't really ex- exist then in the same format. I could have recorded on tape recorder and that kind of stuff, but um, it's just, I wasn't, my mind wasn't there. It was more limited. But I realized that I also wasn't very happy in, in doing what I was doing. And so I wanted to start my own business, start running that part-time you know, replace the income that I was earning corporately and to just have a better lifestyle. But I, I realised that, um, you know, once I'd gotten divorced, uh, that, uh, the resentment, because well, what now I have to work really hard to replace that income, whereas before with dual incomes, it you know, makes it a lot different. Uh, so uh, for about five years, I reckon, I was resentful of my partner and, um, yeah, I made the decision to leave, but I, I was just resentful. It sounds crazy, but um, I felt like she did me a disservice, even though I was the one who decided to uh, you know, end the marriage in the end after trying for six and a half years to, to try and make things work. I just said, no, nah, look, I, it's time. I just can't do this anymore. And so once I built a bridge and said, oh, you idiot, why are you, why are you playing a victim in all this? You need to step up. I decided that I would uh, you know, just do things differently. And I was trying to do it half-baked. And it wasn't until probably four years ago. Like I had different coaches. I had Tony Robbins coaches. I had coaches before them. And I, wasn't, I was getting some good results, but I wasn't getting to that next level that I wanted to get to. Because I was thinking about that next level, not just the dollars, because I was already, um, you know, financially, I was, I was really well off only half as well off after a divorce. 
but I, I still wanted to go to that, that next level. And four years ago, I made the decision that now is the time to go all in. You are not going all in. You're telling yourself that, you th- that you're working hard and you're doing everything that you need to, but you weren't. You weren't going all in. You weren't giving an absolutely 100% effort to see what you're capable of. And you were hoping that somebody else would come along and you know, give you the answer and that you would just be done. But it was four years ago where I met my, my current coach, JT, my current business coach. And through him, I learned that it's never gonna happen for me until I do go all in. I improve my work ethic. I get up earlier. You know, I was getting up at 6 or 6.30, sometimes even later, and realising that the most successful people in the world are getting up between 4am and probably 5.30. And I wasn't doing that. So I said, well, I've got to get up earlier. I've got to work harder. Not work less, it was now time for me to work much harder. And I was, I was resisting that for so many years because I didn't want to. And I felt like I had been a failure because I hadn't been able to make it work. And I was then therefore just angry. But then realized that, well, if you want these things, you, you, no one else, you have to make it happen. And it was the, the stimulus from my coach that made me realize that, okay, I've really got to step things up here and you haven't been doing that no matter what it is that you say about how hard you work, you've got to look at things differently. So I got excited and passionate about business and over uh, you know, that period of time, things changed for me. I got to have so many different opportunities in the US that I never thought I would have before. Working with my coach, he just engaged me on a different level. We were having one-on-one conversations about what it was that I was doing, what I was capable of, what I should be doing, and where I need to stop spending my time and where I need to be spending more time. And then COVID came along and because I'd already had a great mindset and again, working with my coach, he said, you should do this. You know, you need to do it this way and that will give you uh, better outcomes. And so I've been implementing more and more of these things so that I can see what it is that I'm capable of. But the mindset came from, you've got to go all in. You've got to push yourself harder, you've got to work harder, you've got to be more strategic, you've got to keep building relationships, you've got to keep stepping outside your comfort zone so that you can see what you're truly capable of. Because right now you're not doing that. And I I was really honest with myself and my coach was really honest with me. And he said to me that I wasn't focused and it was right, I wasn't focused on the right things. I was focused on kind of generally being happy without having a specific strategy and action plan to get the results that I wanted. And so let me flip over now to the health side of things. So I've been training myself for 34 years and I've gone through various cycles in my life where I've been very, very focused. It's like, okay, I wanna increase uh, my strength to this. I wanna lift more weight here. I wanna do this here so that I can get the results that I wanted. Now I say that, But at the time, I didn't really know what those results would manifest to. When I first started my training, I wanted to put on 10 kilos in 10 weeks. I then just wanted to get stronger. I wanted to get into competitive powerlifting, which I did for a very short period of time, just because of my schedule and everything. And I didn't have the right advice around me, the right coaching around me. So I just didn't pursue that. 
Um, and then when it came to the bodybuilding side and the food side, I knew a, a few things, but I didn't know everything. And I was, I was learning and I was getting more information and doing all those things. And uh, I would find that I, I'd really probably go through years of time where I wasn't missing workouts. I was being consistent, but I wasn't super focused. I didn't understand how to cycle my training properly. And uh, then when I got the, the knowledge about that and understood how to do it properly, that's when things started to change in terms of my thinking. I felt, well, actually, you're, you're doing this too hard. You need to do it smarter and make sure that your food is matching your training and that kind of stuff. But what, one of the things that really eluded me was I didn't have that big goal. You know, I was like, why? Why do you not have that six pack if that's what you, you really want? And so about two and a half years ago now, I made the decision and I said, you know, you talk about this all the time, you know, wanting the six pack and you look in front of the mirror and, you know, you're carrying a little bit too, too much fat in your lower belly, not, not being uh, overweight or anything, but in terms of that six pack, I had uh, too much weight there, uh, too much fat covering the abs. I'm like, you suck your tummy in, you pretend, you flex that, you know, you've got the six pack, but you don't have a six pack there. And you're never going to until you go to that next level. And so it was when I was at Nisogenics event in, I think it was February 2019, that uh, I was at this big event and they uh, brought all these people up on stage uh, that were uh, had got some really awesome results in the Isobody Challenge. And all the guys that got on stage, they all had six packs. And I got so inspired by, you know, the, the organization that I'm affiliated with and the results of these people. And I'm sitting there thinking, that can be me. That's going to be me. I'm going to be up on stage. And so following that event, I became super focused and I felt for the first time in my life, I had some big goal that was going to drive me to go all in. And I thought back to maybe in the early 1990s, I wanted to compete in bodybuilding, but then my work schedule and studying for, to become a chartered accountant and everything, it just absorbed so much of my time and I didn't know how to do it back then. Like I, I wouldn't have been successful. I I just didn't have all the, the skills and uh, the mindset that I do now to be able to do it. Uh, but now it's different. And so from that point, I said, well, all right, how am I going to do it? I need to get a coach. You know, I'd thought about uh, coaches in the, you know, the previous couple of years, uh, but I, I was unable to find one. And so I, I reached out to uh, somebody that I did a program with, Paul, my, so my current coach, uh, strength and conditioning coach. I reached out to him. I'd done some work with him uh, like a number of years ago. And I said to him, does he know somebody that could coach me? Uh, not realizing that he did coaching at the time in, in this space, because I thought they just taught their programs and, and everything. And I said, look, this is what I'm wanting to do. Uh, but I said, uh, I don't want to change my eating because I was eating the right well, sorry, that's not true, my style of eating. Um, so I was eating in the way that uh, Paul uh, taught me and that was really part of my lifestyle for the last five years. And I didn't want to go with somebody that was going to put me on this really weird 
uh, kind of eating that was completely different from the way that I was eating because I was getting good results with what I was getting, but I was looking for that edge, you know, that extra, say, 5% or whatever, and or 10%. And he said, well, if you want the best, I mean, that's what I said to him. I said, look, I want the best in this. I don't just want anyone. I said, I want the best. And I was kind of thinking, oh, well, it needs to be somebody that's local, but that was limited limited thinking. He said, well, if you want the best, why don't you work with us? And I said, well, I didn't think you did that. He said, look, we work with a few very focused individuals. We don't just work with anyone. I said, okay, let's do it. And so I started with him, uh, mainly because his wife was or is a two-time Miss Olympia in uh, bodybuilding. And, uh, you know, I knew that he wouldn't change my style of eating from what I was doing at the moment. I thought this is perfect, and hence, you know, why I got the the results that that uh, I had have gotten. All because he obviously knew I had confidence in in what he was teaching me, but also I had this huge goal, and I decided that I was going to go all in. I was going to stop making excuses, and I was going to dedicate the 12 months to my eating, my training, to get all of it exactly where I wanted to, to be. And it made a huge difference. And all it was, it came down to me committing to a really, really big goal. I decided that, I know the words I use, I'm going all in here. I wanna see what I'm capable of because I've never done that before. I wanna to prove to myself exactly what I can do. I said, how good can my body get? I've got so much skill, so much knowledge, but you've never fully committed 100% to your food all year, get the training exactly right for your whole year, map it out, commit to it. You've never done that before. Imagine what you could look like. Even though I was in my, uh, like I was 51 at the time when I started the, the first time, imagine what you could do. And so that's what I did. And I was focused on that goal all year. And guess what? I achieved the best body that I've ever had. And then the next year I said, well, I don't just wanna let this all go. I wanna see what I can do now, building on the momentum of last year. Uh, and that's what I did. And I came in looking even better. And I learned a whole lot from that last year as well to know that I can look even better than I do, or at, at, sorry, even better than I did in the, the year prior, all came from me saying, let's go all in. Let's prove to yourself what you're truly capable of. And this is where most people don't do that. Most people want the result, but they're not prepared to put the work in to get the result. So I appeal to you today, Find that big thing or those big things in your life. They say that we can do three things. So maybe you focus on raising your standard, lifting the outcomes that you want in three areas of your life and focus on them and go all in. Maybe one's your health. And maybe it's not a six pack for you. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just getting to the best looking body and the best health that you've ever had, inner health and outer health. With your work, with your business, your career, maybe it's about stepping things up there. Maybe it's going for, if you work in the corporate world, it's going for that next level position. If it's in business, maybe it's going 5% uh, more, 10% more, 20% more, 50% more, 100% more 
in terms of your profitability over this next 12 month period. Maybe it's something in, your, in the area of your family. Maybe it's to do with your children. Maybe it's to do with your partner. Maybe you don't have a partner and you want a partner. And you say, well, I'm gonna go all in this year and really focus on improving that part of my life as well. Maybe it's just a, a self-development area and you say, well, I really want to improve my skills in this. Maybe you want to change career like I did and you need to get the qualification. That's what I did in order to do what I'm doing now. I didn't want to go back and do a uni degree. I wanted to keep working and so I had that income coming in. But I also wanted to work on that side thing to get me to a point one day where I was qualified and I could flick the switch and change career. And that's what I did. It took me about uh, in calendar time, I think it was over 12 months just because of the way that the courses fell and I was doing it uh, one day a week on a Saturday. Uh, that worked well with my schedule. There was no nights or anything like that. It was just different. There was no online back when I was doing it in 2007. And that's how I did it. So there are so many opportunities for you. And yes, it does mean, golly, you have to work after hours, right? If you work a nine to five or an eight to six or whatever it is, yes, if you wanna change your life, you've gotta put in more hours. You've gotta put in more time than you currently do. But it's worth it in the long run. I work longer now than I did when I was in a corporate world. It's bit, but it's not work. It's because I love it so much. It's just something that I'm passionate about and driven to achieving. And I apply that same principle to all areas of my life. So I want you to go all in. See what you're really capable of in all those areas that you want to improve this year. If you want to connect with me, you can go to thementaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation there. I would love to connect with you and see how we can make 2022 your best year yet. Stay safe, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.